He keeps on blessing me. The Lord is good. Praise the name of Jesus. You may be seated. We greet you in the name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. You bow now or you bow later, you're going to bow. You're going to bow. And every tongue shall confess. Angels will take you into glory or take you to hell. God is not mocked. Everything that's happening in this world just quietly praise his name. He's working justice and mercy at the same time. Amen. And the Lord is mighty good. Now, I want to go over several things. Uh, number one, uh, uh, next Saturday, should the Lord spare life delay is coming, we go to Wildwood. Get a lot of hand clap. Taking our two new white buses, new bathrooms, new video, nice air conditioning. We're going to leave the church at 8 a.m. So if you are, uh, if you late to work, we're not waiting for you. 8 a.m. and we're coming back at 6. Amen. We'll have a great time of fellowship on the boardwalks. A lot of people driving down. Like to see your face in the place. Amen. Amen. And uh, we want everybody to come and join in. Don't be anti-sociable. Praise the name of Jesus. And uh, want everybody to come and go. We're going to have a great time. And uh, this is the first Sunday since Father's Day. It hadn't rained. Praise the name of Jesus. We're looking to the Lord for a great, great time. I'll have time to come up momentarily. Um. And I'm excited. Pastor is trying to rebuild the church. Amen. Amen. Listen. I, I don't know if you know what's up. I'm trying to rebuild the walls. Like Nehemiah said. The walls have been torn down. God allowed COVID. God, God allowed a whole lot of things to shake the tree. And only the faithful are coming out to worship. We had to strategize and prioritize and improvise, mobilize, analyze, and, and all the other lies. <laughs> We're trying to rebuild the walls. And then Ezra, a contemporary of... Uh, Nehemiah was rebuilding the worship. All right. He's yeah. rebuilding the people. So pastor is up to something and trying to handle this. And I want to say this. I love all of you. And if you have walked away any Sunday feeling offended, let me say I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm a voice crying in the wilderness. Amen. And, uh, you know, we sit at home and watch all this cussing on TV. Yeah. 
and we watch all the filth, and then we come to church and we want perfection. Well, the fact of the matter is, I'm not perfect. I'm faulty. I'm foolish. I'm faulty. I'm fragmented. I'm messed up. But I'm faithful. So you can you can take that. You you can take that for what it's worth. And I wish I was as good as you are. So pray 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 to Jesus when you're going. Lord, make the past as good as I am. Amen. And uh, watch, watch your blinds fall down. But, but anyway, we're trying to rebuild things. And let me say this to you, with all due respect. A church is one of a kind. The Lord has blessed us. And this past Thursday evening, the prosecutor's office, Ms. Hoffman, her and I are very tight. She wasn't here, but we had oh, oh, close to 300 people here. 300 Churches, church leaders, and police officers, law enforcement. I'm going to ask Dan to come up. Dan, don't read that whole sheet. That's what I do. Come on, come on up. And I'm going to show you a video. Dan, Dan is a retired state trooper. And amen. And Sherman Hopkins is a retired FBI agent. Amen. Praise the Lord. And both of them... Both, both of them, both of them, both of them are pastors' uh, appoint, appointments for this uh, ministry that we're formulating with the prosecutor's office. So I'm going to have Dan come up. And we want to show you the pictures, all the people that were here. Look, look all the people that were here in the gym. Go ahead. Go ahead. Good morning, St. Matthew. Good morning. Um, on Thursday evening, we had, uh, it was the Department of Homeland Security uh, and preparedness, and um, I had uh, I, I'm, I work as a volunteer chaplain with Gloucester County, and uh, I spoke to uh, uh, Prosecutor Christine Hoffman about the security in the church, and I thought that was very important that we uh, make sure that we're ready with all the stuff that's happening in light of everything, the craziness around um, around the world. I mean, they've they've had more shooting. They've had they have as many shootings as there is days, or more days, more shootings in days, and so. Uh, I think it's important that we be prepared, and we had a great, uh, it was a great showing for, uh, Thursday night, and uh, Randy Parks, who was uh, a head of the Training and Exercise Bureau, went through scenarios, just talking, and just giving us an idea of what would happen in a situation like that. God forbid, hopefully it never happens, but I would rather us be prepared and not have to uh, pick up the pieces after something happens. And so they uh, went through different scenarios and talked to us about different resources and, and grants and different things that are available to us. And so uh, we had many church leaders and, and, like I said, law enforcement that was there. And uh, it, it, it was very good, very good. So, uh, Pastor, we thank you for allowing us to host it because uh, there was nothing in the area like this. And, um, you know, a, a forum where everybody can get together and kind of uh, know what's happening and get on the same page. But um, thank you. Great, 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 great job. I want to thank Dan and Sherman and all the, and Holland in charge of our security. All of them did a great job. And Yvette and Alina, 
Alina put the whole thing together in the gym. Let's give the Lord a hand clap for her. And I'm just thankful. Sister Gordon and I drove past and the parking lot was packed. It was packed. And I'm just thankful to the Lord again. We want to be, listen, a community service to people. And these doors are not opening unless we got guns up in here. I can tell you that now. So, uh, you know, um, some of you may be leery of that. And that's probably because you want it. But fact, fact of the matter is, we're going to make sure that you are protected. Amen. I've made that part of our budget. That make sure you are protected. Amen. Amen. Not with Boy Scouts, with police officers. Amen. So get a lot of hand clap. Come on. Praise Jesus. And uh, I want to thank all of you from whom all blessings flow. Truly God is good. I never get years ago when Dan, as a state trooper, I I came out the front door. I used to park my car out there. I got in my car and I started my motor up and I'm getting ready to take it, go out the parking lot. And I hear this loudspeaker, get out of the car and raise your hands. And I didn't know it was him. And I said, who the heck is that? So I got out the car and I started reading and it was there. He started laughing. Man. Never, never, never forget that. Amen. Praise the Lord. Because there was a time. There was a time that uh, I, I may have had to raise my hands. But, but praise Jesus. Isn't the Lord good? So I'm going to ask Tanya to come up and, and give us a spill, amen, about Wildwood next Saturday. Come and try to go. Hey, is she here? Okay, come on, baby. Oh, she's, she's on that side now. Watch, watch Baptists that change their seats. Good morning. Give honor to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and also to Pastor. For the record, I am always here, so you can always find me. Um, today is the final day to register for our Wildwood trip. We would love for you to go. As Pastor mentioned, this is a fellowship. This is the first big fellowship that we've had in a long time. So we really would love for you to come. It's only $15 for the bus. We'll be available in the lobby. And as Pastor said, we are leaving on time. So I'm going to request that you get here at 7.30 to check in so that we can leave promptly at 8 o'clock. We still have limited tickets available for the water park portion, and you can save up to $80 per person if you get on our group rate. So today is the last date. See us in the lobby or register online at our website at www.stmatthewsbc.org. And if you have any questions, I'll be in the lobby to answer them today, or you can call the church during business hours. All right, see you there. Man, come back, John. Now, if you don't have $15, you want to go see me after service. Praise the Lord. See me after service. The Lord is good. Any good? The Lord is mighty good. We want you to come and go. This is a fellowship. We're not witnessing on a boardwalk. Collectively, we're going to have a great time in Jesus. Amen? Amen. Amen. We leave at 8 a.m. and we're back. We come back at 6 p.m. Praise the Lord. Truly, God is an awesome, awesome, awesome God. And you're an awesome congregation. Thank you for your presence, your peace, and your prayers. God is good. Any good? 
He's mighty good. He's good all the time. And all the time, God is good. Amen. I want to thank Yvette for all that she does as our CFO. She is diligent on top of everything. Let's get a lot of hand clap for her. Praise God. And Alina and all the rest of staff. Praise God for them. All right. Now there's offering time. And God loves a cheerful giver. Now, no, you need to keep, keep clapping. You need to keep clapping. You need to keep clapping. Amen. I know when it came to that billion dollar ticket, somebody donated something. So here's the deal. We missed a lot of Sundays because of rain. Make it up. Give over and above your normal tithe. The Lord will bless you. Amen. Just as you have faith and just as you have faithfulness, have tithe. God loves a cheerful giver. Amen. Amen. Come on now. Y'all can talk back to me. I teach the Bible up in this place. Amen. Our choir will sing. Church, amen.
And when I see the blood, I'll pass over. Aren't you glad that God passes over your sins, your selfishness? He passes over all because of the blood of Jesus. 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 Oh, how sweet the name. Jesus. I said Jesus. Every day the same. Jesus. Let the world proclaim his mercy forever and ever and ever and ever. Bring up the offering, church. Say amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a mighty God. What a mighty God we serve. Let's stand for offertory. All things come of thee, O Lord. Say amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Come on, choir. One more, one more. Your voice and say, you deserve it. 
y'all sound good. Y'all sound good this morning. Let me hear you sing. Jesus, forgive us of our sins. Thank you, Jesus. Move mightily among us. Save us all today. Strengthen, heal, encourage. Help us to hold our heads above water and know that help is on the way. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Give honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to a diligent, dedicated choir, to all of our co-leavers in the gospel, officers, members, and friends, we greet you in the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Freedom for some is to have rights without restriction. To have desires without dedication. Choices without counsel. We think that freedom is when we have a right to do as we please. And uh, biblical freedom is the opposite, it's not rights. It's a restriction by way of righteousness. It is, if you will, a desire to be dedicated. It is a burden to carry out God's will. I'm free enough to stop trying to be free. Freedom is not a feeling, just as love is not a feeling. It's a function. 
It's a function of faith, focus, and finishing well. How are you finishing this race? The Bible says that uh, Jesus taught principles in the Gospels and Epistles that this race, this agony, this agon has been set before you. Meaning there are no accidents, there are appointments. We have appointment with suffering. Yeah. The race has already been set before you. Some people are trying to set their own race. Notice the race has already been set before you. You've been placed in a race. And while you're running, you got to look to Jesus. The author, not to the pastor, not to the musicians, not to the choir, not to the ministers elders. You got to look to Jesus, Amen. the author and finisher of your faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despised the shame, and is set down on the right hand side of God. Now let me, I've been doing this a long time. Bear with me. The platform that pastor preaches every Sunday, I'm not a traditional preacher, minister. I'm a developer, a discipler, and a teacher. My job is to open up and exegete, not isolate, exegete the scriptures to you so that you may grow that you may know that you may glow that you may go for Christ I've sat under the best preachers in the world and there were some sermons I never heard the name Jesus because they were preaching for themselves they sang for themselves. They hooped for themselves. And you didn't grow. And then during the week when storms came, you had no artillery, no armor to fight with. Yeah. This church at Corinth, I've been preaching through 1 Corinthians, and this book was obviously chosen by God that this church at Corinth, they were, chapter 1, they were sanctified in their position. They were saved. But they were living unfortunate, dirty lives. The culture in which we live contaminates individuals. It controls you through social media, through your phone. There's no regulation on your phone. Your kids can get a phone and pull anything up. 
Parents have to be more diligent today than ever before. Do I have a witness? You, you can't let them what they, what, watch what they want to watch on TV. and it's, it's just a world of contamination, a culture that controls your every emotion. And it brings about a suggestion that you're not happy. Satan always comes along questioning the integrity and goodness of God. That's what he said to Eve. Did God say? God knows that in the day that you eat, you will be like God. Stop buying the lie. Stop buying a lot. So because of this contamination, and I mean, I try to watch things on TV and, and, and I, I can't seem to get into it because I, I know, I know, I'm, I'm stuck in my ways, I, you know. When it comes to Godzilla, the, 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 listen, when it comes to Godzilla, the Japanese got it. Lord Henry, they got it. When it comes to Bruce Lee and karate, the Chinese got it. When it comes to America, uh, it comes to cowboys, the Americans got it. John Wayne, all over, you know. And now America's trying to make Godzillas, and I can't take it. They, they, just, they just don't do a good job with it. You know, he's an electronic monster. And, uh, you know, I, 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 can't, I can't get into this stuff. And uh, what keeps permeating in my mind is not where I'm going. I know where I'm going. It's where I've been. Yeah. It's the faithfulness of Almighty God in spite of me. It's called grace. You have no right to go to heaven. You have no right to be saved. You have no right for your children to be protected. You have no right. It's all by grace. God has ordered our steps, hasn't he? And, and, and what God wants us to do is acknowledge it, and God wants us to understand that whatever the will of the Lord is, that's what you want. That's what you want. Not, not all of the stuff that's going on in the world, people telling you what you should believe, how you should live, and, and, and this and that, and this and that. You, the, the word of God is rare in these days. People don't want the word. They want a feeling. Are y'all getting me? They, they want to hear about prosperity. They want to, yeah, they want, they want, they want to hear about how I can be happy and, and, and trading in what I got so I can get what I want. That's that's the world system, and you and you gotta you gotta be, you you gotta have a stick to itness to the word of God. Can I get a witness? Because the word of God is God's presence, peace, and power. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, now, now. So, so to date, we we've been dealing with this contamination of society, and I mean it is. It is really, really contaminated. Oh, the filth and the, the, the fragmentation 
Yeah, and, 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 and all the things that we are faced with, amen, uh, in life. So today, we've been dealing with Christian liberty, uh, beginning at chapter uh, 8 into 9 into 10, and we, we pulled up some principles that must balance out, listen, things that we are faced with. The first principle was knowledge can be puffed up. You know, people are so anxious to tell you how much they know. They will interrupt you to let you know that they know what they know. That's deep. Uh, knowledge puffs up, but love brings pity. Are, are, you, are you, because of your knowledge, complaining and criticizing others without looking at yourself? When you point at somebody else, it's, uh, your thumb is facing back to you. Can I get a witness? The fact of the matter is, knowledge balances out, is balanced out by love. Love is pity. God had pity on us. Thank you, Jesus. And you can get uppity all you want. It's only a matter of time before you fall. Pride goeth before what? A fall. Yeah. The second principle was authority. Paul says, I'm an apostle. Is balanced out by discipline. If you're going to have a position of authority, you got to have discipline. You can't have the position without discipline. Yeah, I, I don't want to get into no military, but you know the deal. Yeah. Um, and then the third was last week. Our experiences are balanced by caution. All, 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 all were under the cloud. All drank of the uh, water from the rock, and the rock was Christ that followed them. All ate manna and quail. All, but with many of them. Now, we're talking about 20 years and over. The many is only two. Seventy souls went, Genesis 50, into Egypt when Joseph revealed himself. Yeah. Somebody's got to pay a price to prepare the way for others. Joseph had to prepare a price. You got to prepare a price to make a way for your children. Amen? So Genesis 50, 70 souls went in with Jacob and 430 years later, two and a half million came out. Everybody 20 years and over walked around in a circle and died off because they were faithless. And only two, Joshua and Caleb, they were soldiers, they were spies, and they, amen, were supervisors in the land of promise. You go home and read. It's in Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. God said, only two over 20 going in. The rest going to die off. 
But with many of them, God was not well pleased. And our experiences ought to teach us caution. Now, 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 Dan, when I was playing with you about uh, you, you know, on the speaker telling me to get up and put my hands up, you know, Lord have mercy. I was telling Sister Gordon, I cannot believe when I was 16, don't go there. We were in a 1956 Ford stick shift. No license. Hot sticker. No seatbelts. No insurance. And we were in a car accident and the cops pulled up and I said, oh, are we going to jail now? I got my license. I got insurance. I got good stickers. Every experience that we've ever had ought to leave us with a cautionary new. You ought to be careful not to foolishly repeat things without God's caution. Mm-mm. Mm. John the Baptist said, you cannot have your brother's wife. And ultimately, his head came off. Mm-hmm. We have to review our experiences with a note of caution. And so what we have today, the principle today is freedom should be balanced by human responsibility. You've got to teach your kids to be responsible. You're not going to be here all the time. I know you think you will. You're going to write out your vision. Ain't nobody going to read it. You, you're not going to be here all the time, just like your parents were here all the time. Human responsibility says, if I want to go somewhere, I got to do something to get there. Do I have a witness? I got to pay my bills. I got to work. I got to be diligent. I got to be faithful. I got to be loyal. I can't be slick. It doesn't work. So what, what happens, all the scriptures that were read to you, that Jesus is our substitutionary offering, is that this sense of freedom that the Bible talks about in John chapter 8, when Jesus is going back and forth with the Pharisees, Sadducees, and scribes, and they said, we're Abraham's seed. And Jesus said, no, no, you're, you're, listen, if you were Abraham's seed, you would have accepted me. Now, 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 now listen to the dialogue. Jesus says, before Abraham was, I am. I am denotes eternality. Are are y'all with me? And, 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 and he said, Abraham was glad to see my day. Now, stop pausing part for you Bible students. We want to uh, try, try to pull up some information and, 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 and try to get some understanding of what Jesus is saying. For Abraham to be glad to see Jesus' day 
Abraham had to be conscientious in Sheol waiting for Jesus. My God. He was glad to see my day. The other day I was thinking about my Sunday school teachers. Two, two diligent ladies, Miss Cook and, and, and I forget the other lady's name, every Sunday sitting here with us knuckleheads trying to teach us Sunday school. But they were, listen, they were doing what they were doing unto the Lord. And we were hitting and missing. Are, you, are y'all with me? Fact, 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 fact of the matter is, is that when you look at this matter of freedom, there are two texts, and, and, and you can go home and read them. One is John 17, and one is John 18 and 19. I want, I want to lay it out so you have the context. You can read it. In John chapter 17, it's called the high priestly prayer of Jesus. He falls down in the first five verses, and he prays for himself. He said, Father, now the word Father that knows he's in fellowship. Father, I have finished the work that you gave me to do. The work of the cross. The work of being the sacrificial offering so that others may be saved. I have finished the work that you have given me to do. All of thine are mine and mine are thine. Now give me back the glory the outward Shekinah that I had with you from the beginning. He, he prayed, he prayed, Lord have mercy. He prayed for himself. And I want to suggest when you get to chapters 18 and 19 that Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane and most theologians believe this is the same prayer. He's praying. He asked disciples to He moves away from them and asks them to pray while he is praying. He prays to drops like blood falls off his brow. And in that prayer is a platform for what freedom is all about. Freedom is us being dedicated to the will of God. Not I want to be free, I want to get divorced, I want to leave my children, I don't want to be in church no more, I want to be free. That ain't freedom. That's slavery. Mm. He prays. And here's what he prays in the garden. Lord, if it's possible. Now now there's some things we're going to pray about, we're going to ask God, if it's possible. Take this man out of my life. If it's possible, take this woman away. No, he says, Lord, if it's possible, take this cup away from me. There's another passage of scripture where Jesus says, shall I not drink the cup that the Lord has prepared? Hmm. 
freedom is being submission, submitted to the will of God. Don't tell me you are not submitted to the will of God and you're free. You ain't free. And the will of God is going to cost you something. The will of God is going to cost you some conflict. He was in conflict. I don't want to drink this cup. I don't want to drink this cup. I don't want to die. I don't want to give my life for the world. I know why I came here, but Lord, I don't want to die. 100% perfect man was praying that. And then the 100% of God kicked in. Nevertheless, not my will. Now let me stop pausing part. Those people who are running around talking about they want to be free, it's all about their will. I, I believe there were no accidents. I married a lovely lady and Sister Gordon. There were no accidents. There were times I thought it was. And I know there was times she looked at me and thought the same thing. I told you I was on the honeymoon and woke up 4 o'clock in the morning. I don't know where we were. And I, I looked next to me and said, what did I do? And she said she woke up about a half an hour later and looked at me and said, what did I do? <laughs> Pastor being truthful, which I know you can't take it. Some, some of y'all feel the need to make everybody think you and your mate are perfect. Y'all not. That's why you come to church in different cars. I ain't crazy. You come to church in different cars because you want some space. We had to multiply the church parking lot. And y'all don't park next to each other. One parks way over here and the other one parks way over there. Leave that one alone. Submission to the will of God. And you got to know what the will of God is. And the will of God is not going to give you a freedom from everything that bothers you. The direct will of God is costly. You got to be conscientious of his grace. You got to know that word. The serenity prayer. Lord, help me to accept. And this goes back to our relationships. You know, I've I, I, been preaching this stuff so long. People look at me, well, I guess he don't accept. I do accept. Help me to accept the things I cannot change. There are things in my life I just can't change. I would love to. The courage to change what I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Acceptance. Submission. Freedom is accepting the submissive will of God. Yea, Lord. And until you and I are able to submit to what God has placed in front of you, you're not going to be free. Look at the fruit of the Spirit. Ninefold fruit. 
Love. You know it's not easy to love everybody. Come on now. Joy. Peace. Long-suffering. Turn the word around. Suffer long. (laughs) Patience. Perseverance. Kindness. I don't always live out all nine-fold fruit. So there are times God says, there's a couple here we got to work on. What is your couple? Just as arrogant and nasty and criticized and always complaining. Hmm. If, if, if I preach real short, Lord have mercy, he didn't study. <laughs> if I preach too long, He likes to talk. (laughs) Not, Lord, what are you saying to me? And with all of our rebellion and resistance, come on now, it's hard for us to submit. Part of the problem we have is our submission to authority. The authority of God's word, the authority of God's man, the authority of God's house. We, we, We are not submitted. We're not submitted. We think we are. We tolerate for an hour and a half. God forbid, let me go past 1030. (laughs) I know your works and I love you. Because we are not submitted to the will of God, we cannot be free. We got to be free enough To be obedient. Obedient. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Are are y'all with me this morning? Obedience. Um, You know, I struggle with things emotionally, mentally, psychologically. And God just says, keep moving. There are no accidents. Just keep moving. Learn submission to my will. What is my will for me and my wife? What is my will for my children? What is my will for the church? What is my will? But, 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 but secondly, freedom is not only a submission to the will of God. Freedom is a dedication to the work of God. Now we're getting heavy. I say we need volunteers. Nobody volunteers. Or you say it and don't do it. Isn't that right, Tanya? Wherever you are. (laughs) Part of your service is support of the ministry. If you would just come, Pastor, whatever you need me to do, give me a call. I'll be glad to try to do it. We're not going to ask you to be consumed every week, but you got to serve. You got to support. You ought to tithe. I shouldn't have to sit up here and beg you for money. Your money ain't going to me. It's going to Jesus. It's going to run this house. 
Do I have a witness? Don't that air conditioner feel good? Let, let me cut it off. Fact of the matter is, I have to be dedicated and in service to the work of God. It's called the work of the ministry. It's called the work of the ministry. Who in church are you helping to grow? Who in your family are you discipling? Who are you spending time with about Jesus? Can I get a witness? All of that deals with not only the will of God, the work of God. You've got responsibilities and obligations to the work of God. I was on the phone 4 o'clock this morning texting Pastor Fred Jacobs. Now he's a Marine. And I said, listen, man, make sure we got permits to go to drop people off at the boardwalk. And he said, I'm on it. Just give me the credit card. I got it covered. All right, then taking the new buses, not the old ones. Because I don't want members flying past you when the bus breaks down going, praise him, praise his name. <laughs> Pray, praise his name. So we're going we gonna to take, and they will do that, Doc. Roll the window down, talking about bless his name. <laughs> and you sitting up there with a blowout tire. The fact, the fact of the matter is, my obligation is not only to my family. Oh, I can talk about that one all day. My obligation to my family is not based on my feelings. It's functionality. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church, sacrificially. Cover them. Don't be bitter against them lest your prayers be hindered. Study them. You didn't marry Gaga. You married the person you are home with. Don't sit there with that person wishing for another. Lord have mercy. Raise up those children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord to be respectful, responsible, uh, restraints. Yeah. Remember all that? I was raised that way. Yes, sir. No, ma'am. Boy, if I said what to my mother? Are you kidding me? This ain't none of your business. I can't believe how these kids. I'm talking about children. Now, now, now you don't keep beating them when they're 17, 18. You, you, you're supposed to restrict privileges. Bring up a child and the way they should go. And Proverbs 22 talks about the rod. Unless the ride is extended, you spoil the child's. And, and everything that Solomon is writing, God does. God chastens us when we're out of his will. Doesn't he chasten us? How many of y'all been chasing? No, no, don't raise your hand. 
And, uh, and, you know, it was something about my mother that added stuff up. She didn't grab you every time you did. She just added it up. A boy, when she grabbed you, it was total recall. And she started talking to you. When they talk to you? You've been showing off for three weeks. I told you. I told you. I told you. I told you. And when she finished, you was clothed in your right mind. We had that little sweat box for a bedroom. We had no videos and music and phones. That was prison. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? You don't go to church, you don't go out. You sick, you stay in. That was rules. You got to raise your kids with rules. You got to do it. And even when they become adult kids, you got to still sustain those rules. Oh, this thing is tight. Ah, he's still in the 60s. Well, you say what you want to say. I remember every whipping I got. And it wasn't until I got in the military that I thought about the whippings and I thanked the Lord that I had parents who loved me. Yeah. Listen. Submitted to the will of God. Hmm. Jesus, I don't want to drink this cup, nevertheless, not my will, but that will be done. And then Jesus was dedicated to the work of God. When they arrested him in the garden, they were Jewish soldiers that arrested him. Now, now I'm, I'm only replaying this back for your theological understanding. And the Jewish soldiers, although Judas was with them, the Jewish soldiers said, who is Jesus? And he said, I am he. And when he said, I am the self-covenantal God, the Bible says they fell back on the ground. Now, there are only two explanations for this falling back. Either they were knocked down because he equated as being the eternal God or out of fear they fell back because no man could say I am without God killing him. I am he. And then Judas kissed him and everybody that kissed you ain't always for you. And so Jesus, Jesus, they dragged him from judgment hall to judgment hall. They smacked him in the face. They spit on him. They mocked him. They laughed at him. And the Bible said he didn't open his mouth. Because he was not only submitted to the will of God. But he, Jesus. 
was subject to the work of God. He knew he had to go to the cross. Didn't open his mouth. One gospel writer said that uh, the only time he opened his mouth was when Pilate, who was a Roman, said, I'm trying to save your life. Don't you know I have the power? And Jesus lifted his head and said, you don't have no power. Whatever power you have, my father has given it to you. But I, I feel like preaching now. I have power to lay my life down. And I have power to take it up again. And they led him out to Gargotha, to the pavement. They led him out to the cross. They crucified him. They laughed at him. They mocked him. All this was so you and I could be free. Whom the Son have set free is free indeed. And, 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 and the Bible closes out not only the submission, but also the surrender. Jesus surrendered fully to the will of the Father. That's freedom. That's freedom. He he freed us. He was freed. Because early on Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hands. Can I get a witness? All you got to do is read the gospel accounts of what, just listen what the angels had to say. In Luke 24, Mary Magdalene, why are you looking for the living among the dead? He's not here. He's risen, as he said. Do I have a witness? He, he told Mary Magdalene, go back and tell my disciples. And she ran back and told Peter and John. They came running to the tomb and the grave clothes was folded. And, and where his body was, he must have oozed out of it. Can I get a witness? Mary said, who gonna roll a stone for us? And when she got there, the stone had already been rolled away. And whatever you're going through this morning, God will roll the stone away to let you in. Can I get a witness? Child of God, freedom has a restriction of righteousness to it. Freedom needs submission Freedom needs surrender. Uh, do I have a witness? And whom the Son have set free is free indeed. God has freed me from drinking and getting drunk. God has freed me from fornication. That means I don't do it no more. Now, now, some of these Bible teachers get up and say, well, you know, the Lord is good. I, he, ha, he, ha, he has freed me from sneezing. <laughs> no, he has freed you from more than that. Yeah, yeah. And until you acknowledge what he's freed you from, you're not really free. You worry about your reputation. Are you kidding me? I ain't worried about no reputation. I was messed up, hooked up, hormonger, no good. 
worldly, fast life. Come on now. Hung with fast people. New York, Philly, Baltimore, D.C. That, that was it. We dressed alike, we looked alike, we acted alike. Crazy as all get out. And you know what? I, I, I lost my phone book because I wanted to go back to Brooklyn and, and whatnot and find my boys so I could witness to them. Couldn't find it. I just start praying for them. Lord, save them. Do I have a witness? Yeah, yeah. My boys in Baltimore and D.C., I, Lord, save them. Because my God is an awesome God. Can I get a witness? Won't he do it, Satan? And I'm free this morning. Free from the penalty of sin. Free from the practice of sin. And one day I'll be free from the presence of sin. Whom the Son has set free is free indeed. Freedom ought to be balanced by human responsibility. So what are you doing this morning to be free? Ah, are you submitted? Are you surrendered? And I want the Lord to keep working on me. Keep working on me, Lord. I want to be a great husband, a great dad, a great pastor. But I, but I hit, I hit potholes. How many of y'all hit potholes? I hit potholes. Yeah. Hit potholes. And the potholes caused me to stumble and fall. Can I get a witness? But God frees us. Doesn't he free us? And here's what God is freeing me from now. He's freeing me from myself. Because I got a work ethic. I was talking to Jackie Davis. I got a work ethic. I got a, there's something inside of me that continues to work for approval. I'm not working for your approval. I'm working for my approval. And God says, you've already been approved. Shut it down. Stop working. Stop worrying. And just worship me in spirit and in truth. Just call my name. Because I want to be free. Free from the practice of sin. And you can only do that as you get into this word. Can I get a witness? Lord, I want to glorify you. I want to magnify you. I want to lift you up. I want to uh, rejoice in you, the God of my salvation. I want joy on the inside. I want the peace of God that passes all understanding. I, I, Lord, I want to be at your disposal. Whatever you need, bring it to me. I'm going to get it done through the power of the Holy Spirit. I want you to heal me spiritually. I want you to heal me physically. I want you to heal me emotionally. I want you to heal me mentally. I want to be healed. Can I get a witness? So I can be free. Free to disciple Free to discuss. Free to direct another. Can I get a witness? Lord, you've been so good to me. Lord, you've been patient with me. Lord, you've been long-suffering with me. Lord, Lord, Lord. Lord, I'm so glad that Jesus put his hand on me. 
I'm not what I should be. But thanks. I said thanks. Be to God I'm not what I used to be. Can I get a witness? When I look back over my life, I'm praising his name. Any worthy, in Jesus worthy, any worthy, any worthy to be praised. Free to submit to his will. Everybody can't submit to his will. Hmm. Free to support his work. Everybody's not supportive of his work. My great friend Deacon Sherman Hopkins and Dan Spencer, they didn't they didn't put in no uh slip to be reimbursed. They gave freely of their time. Are, are y'all getting this? That's why they bless. Free to support the work of God. Some of y'all don't tithe. And and if and if and if I believe this Bible the way it is, you're blowing your blessings. When I raised my kids and gave them a dollar, I said the first ten cent goes to the Lord. I was teaching them how to tithe at a young age. Put something in the plate for the law, put something in the bank, and then you can have the rest. Well, why do I have to do that? Because the Bible says so. <laughs> Your butt going to be at the welfare line, begging somebody for money. Spiritual principles. Can I get a witness? Honor your father and your mother. That your days may be long on the face of the earth. It's the only commandment with promise. Fathers, don't frustrate your children. Bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Do I have a witness? We got to support the work of God. Now we're going to Wildwood. We got thousands of members. I want to see your face in the place. Yeah. And, you know, I know we have needs and I... I'm looking at the news like you are. Billion dollar ticket. Sold in South Jersey. And I'm saying, oh Lord. Oh Lord. Could it be? It was it was Derek. Could it be? Don't feel ashamed. I'll pray over you. Hallelujah. We got to support the work of God. We got wells in Africa where people can draw clean, clear water. That's because, and the name of the church is St. Matthew's. We're televised around the world for a reason. Are y'all getting this? The work of God, the will of God, the work of God, and then the worship of God. You got to be surrendered to the worship of God. As you lift him up, he lifts you up. As you respect him, he respects you. As you bless him, he blesses you. What a mighty God we serve. He will not forget 
your sacrificial service to his name. Do I have a witness? My God. Freedom is submission, support, surrender. Let's stay on our feet this morning. As every head is bowed, every eyes closed, if you're here this morning and you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, just raise your hand. You want to join our church and Christian spirits, raise your hand. Is there one? Just raise your hand. We'd love to have you. Is there one? Is there one? Pastor, I want to join a church. I want to get saved. I want to give my life to Christ. Is there one? Is there one? Praise God. Praise the name of Jesus. We want you to come and go to Wildwood. How many of y'all plan to go? Raise your hand. Come on now. You can get up. Get up out of them seats. Come and go. We're having a Christian fellowship. I'll be on the boardwalk. Lord's will. With my curly fries. (laughs) Ice cream, shooting basketballs. Whatever. Just a day of fellowship. Father, in Jesus' name, teach us what true freedom is. It's not rights without restriction. It's restricted righteousness that we will be separate from the world, that we will be submitted to your will, supporting your work, surrendered to your worship. Bless our day in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, are you free? God bless you. Have a great day. because I've been a member here for over 20 years and pastor brings word every Sunday. Ministry here is for the entire being. Uh, I love the way it touches the mind, the body, and the soul. Uh, We have women's ministries. Welcome to our world. I've gone to several churches before and the truth that pastor preaches about the word, his leadership and his vision is just pure. Welcome to our world. What keeps me coming back to St. Matthews is the youth program. They continuously put effort into the young, into the young mentors. Welcome to our world. Bienvenidos a nuestro mundo.